Okay. So the Rams rank first in virtually every category on defense in the NFC. But before we talk about the whole defense, tell me how good Jalen Ramsey's been this year and why he should be talked about as a defensive player of the year candidate. Yeah, he's been really good. Um, quarterbacks haven't really targeted him as much as other corners uh, in the league. Um, but as you might have seen last week against the Seahawks, he, he played man coverage on DK Metcalf pretty much the whole game. Uh, really did a good job on him. Metcalf, I think, had two catches and like 28 yards. Um, and neither of those catches came against Ramsey. They were just against zone coverage. Um, so he's done a really good job. He can play a variety of positions. Um, they've lined him up in the slot. They've used him on blitzes. Um, they've played him outside on man coverage, zone coverage. He's done pretty much everything except play safety, linebacker, and defensive line. Um, so essentially any assignment they've given him, he's done a really nice job with. Um, and his role has kind of evolved as the season's gone on, whereas last year he was mostly just in zone coverage and in Wade Phillips' scheme, um, not really following receivers as much as you would have liked. Um, but we saw that with Metcalf on Sunday, and uh, I think we could see that on Monday night against the Bucks with Mike Evans or Chris Godwin. Okay, so Darius Williams is an emerging player in the NFL this year. Do you think Ramsey and Williams are the best cornerback duo in the NFL right now? They definitely have a case for it. Um, Williams is kind of an underrated guy. He's only 5'9". He went undrafted. Rams only got him off waivers last year. Um, so Or two years ago, excuse me. And, and then he was kind of um, up and down last year. Um, this year he's really emerged as a playmaker, just doing a really nice job in coverage. Um, the way that he kind of reads the quarterbacks and, and knows where they're going to go with the football, um, it just gives him an advantage. And, and he... Um, makes breaks on the ball that you see from elite cornerbacks and um it really just it puts him in position to make plays on the ball and, and create turnovers and all four of his interceptions this year have really been um remark not not necessarily remarkable but just really impressive plays where he's either diving or leaping or leaving his feet in some way to make the play okay so you brought up with Jalen ramsey that he's playing better in this man-to-man -man coverage scheme what do you think has been the difference overall for the defense this year versus where they've been with Wade Phillips? Yeah, they're still playing a lot of zone, um, but on Sunday against the Seahawks, they mixed it up a little bit more. So Ramsey was playing a lot of man coverage against Metcalf, but um, typically he's in zone. Uh, what we're seeing with the defense this year is just more um, shifting around with the coverages. Like they'll play mix and match zone and man where Ramsey will be in man coverage and everyone else is in zone and at times that can lead to breakdowns in coverage where guys are kind of mixed up with who they're supposed to be covering but um, when you have a guy who's as smart as Ramsey it doesn't really become an issue um, the pressure has been really good they're moving Donald around he's playing on the edge a little bit more than he usually does uh, Leonard Floyd typically plays on the strong side of the defense and He's a, he's a good run defender, but he's really come on as a pass rusher in the past couple weeks, too. Um, he had three sacks on Sunday, two against the Bears. Um, so just the way that they're mixing things up, rotating their defensive linemen, rotating their edge rushers, um, it's provided a spark for this whole defense. So Jared Goff this year, he's been pretty solid, but he's had his ups and downs. Do they need more out of him if they really want to take that next step to be a legit Super Bowl contender? I don't necessarily know that they need more out of him because we saw in 2018 that even late in the season and, and in the postseason, he wasn't great. 
it wasn't anything spectacular, and the Rams still made it all the way to the Super Bowl, um, even despite some of his struggles. I think this team really goes as the defense does. Um, as long as the defense continues to play well, continues to limit the points in the second half, and, and the, the ground game um, on offense gets going, they're going to have some success because they can control the clock. They can get teams off the field. They get more opportunities for their offense. And as long as Goff isn't making these silly turnovers and and making poor throws, they're gonna they're gonna be able to survive and and play well down the stretch. Especially with the the schedule that they have upcoming, it's not terribly difficult. They have the Patriots, the Jets, the 49ers. Um, they're gonna face the Bucks and the and the Cardinals twice, and then the Seahawks again. But um, they can easily make it into the playoffs. And then as long as Goff plays within himself, uh, they can make a run. How does this team match up with the Bucks on Monday Night Football? That's a really good matchup. This is going to be one of the games of the week, if not one of the games of the year. Um, you got Ramsey covering Evans. You could put Williams on Godwin. Antonio Brown's in the slot. Um, they do have the the Rams do have the defensive playmakers to match up with this offense, which is obviously star studded. Leonard Fournette, um, Rob Gronkowski, the guys that I mentioned, Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown. Um, so they have a lot of weapons on offense, but the Rams are really good on defense. Um, I, I wouldn't say that the Bucks have the best offense in the NFL, but um, as far as skill players go, it, it's definitely up there. And then obviously Tom Brady is at the helm where he can just pick apart a defense if you sit back in soft zone coverages. So I'm interested to see what Brandon Staley does. Uh, if there's more, if there's more man, more pressure, trying to rattle Brady a little bit. Um, and then offensively, the Rams, it, it's going to be a tough matchup. Um, the Bucks are number one against the run. Their secondary secondary is playing really well. Jamel Dean, Carlton Davis. So there's some tough matchups in the secondary with them going up against these cornerbacks. But um, the Rams have a lot of good skill position players too, with Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Josh Reynolds has really come on, and then their three headed attack at running back. All right. So let's go to some other teams. The Eagles and the Browns square off this Sunday. Who do you believe is more under more pressure this weekend, Baker Mayfield or Carson Wentz? I think it's got to be Carson. Um, the Brown, the Browns can still win when Baker's not playing that well. Um, Carson Wentz is really what makes like uh, the Eagles' offense go. He's turning the ball over way too much, um, and, and they're going to benefit from Miles Garrett not playing because he's on the COVID list as of today. Um, but I, I think really Carson Wentz needs to step up his game a little bit, uh, carry that offense, especially in such a bad division where if they don't win the NFC East, it's it's a huge disappointment for them. Okay. So the Saints announced today that Taysom Hill will be their starting quarterback on Sunday. What do you make of Sean Payne's decision to go with him over James Winston? Man, it's surprising, but Sean Payton really wants to make this guy work as a quarterback. Um, it makes the game more interesting. I'm definitely more intrigued by it now rather than if James Winston was starting. Um, the Saints paid Taysom Hill. It's not... I mean, it's a surprise that they're starting him, but based on what they're paying him, it's not terribly surprising. Um I'm interested to see what he can do. I think the most passes he's thrown in a game is two. So when you're dropping back 30 times a game and, and trying to throw it uh, with that little experience, I'm just in, interested to see what he can do um, as a quarterback. I know a lot of people are starting him at tight end and in the ESPN Fantasy yeah. Leagues and hoping to reap the benefits of that. But um, I'm, I'm interested to see what he can do as a quarterback. All right. Do you expect to see Jameis Winston? If Do you do you still think that Sean Payne wants to use Taysom Hills in other ways? Um not necessarily, I don't, uh, obviously if he's playing quarterback, I don't expect him to see him returning kicks or um, on the punting mm -hmm. or anything like that, but do you expect Jameis Winston to get reps at quarterback so you can get Taysom Hill 
in other ways involved in the offense. I mean, you would think that would be a smart way to get him involved. I mean, he's run routes all season. He's, he's caught passes, so you would think that's a good way to mix things up. Um, but I think it was Schefter that tweeted, he's Jameis isn't part of the game plan at all at quarterback, so um, we'll see what happens. I, I personally would throw Jameis in there at least on some plays, try to mix things up, get Taysom involved as a receiver, but um, we'll see how it goes. I would, I would imagine that Jameis is going to get in there if Taysom completely falls apart and, and doesn't play well in this game, but um, as of now, it seems like it's Taysom's game. Okay. So the Raiders beat the Chiefs in the first time they played this year. What do they have to do on Sunday to upset the Chiefs again? They just got to play well on offense again. They got to create big plays. That offense, the Raiders' offense, can score um, and keep up with the Chiefs. Um, obviously, slowing down the Chiefs' offense is never easy. But when you got a guy like Henry Ruggs and, and Nelson Aguilar is playing well, um, Darren Waller is a, a mismatch. So they just got to keep up with the Chiefs and. Uh, Derek Carr's got to play within himself, not try to do too much, but uh, let his receivers do the, do the work after the catch and create some big plays. Okay. So the Patriots, they're all of a sudden back in the playoff picture. They've won two in a row. They play the Texans this weekend. Do you mm-hmm. think that they can make a legitimate push to the playoffs? Yeah, I mean, I, I would never doubt Bill Belichick. Uh, they get an easy matchup with the Texans this week. Um, I'm surprised that the Texans are as bad as they are, but... Uh, Bill O'Brien really didn't do a good job with that team and then got fired. Um, the AFC East is tough because the Bills are playing so well. The, the Dolphins are such a good defense, and even Tua is playing well, showing that mobility and, and what he did at, at Alabama. Um, I, I can't doubt the Patriots making a playoff push. I don't know what their schedule looks like down the stretch, but I would imagine they got to play the Bills at least once more. I don't, I don't remember if they've played the Dolphins yet. They Dude, played them. They played them. They played them week one, oh, and then they play one, them. Right, right. Um, yep. They play them either week fifteen or sixteen. I can't remember which one. Okay. Yeah. So I, I mean, those are tough games for them. Um, Cam Newton, if he gets on track and stops committing these turnovers and, and throws with a bit more accuracy, they can make a push. But um, they're not a team that I'm terribly afraid of. If I'm if I'm an another uh, another NFL opponent. Yeah. So the Titans, they have a big matchup this weekend. They play the Ravens. They got off to mm-hmm. that hot start. They were 5-0, and but they've lost three of their last four. What do you think has changed with this team over the uh, the past re- uh, few weeks? Yeah, Ryan Tannehill seems like he's he's slowing down a little bit, not as efficient and accurate as he was to start the year. Um, Derrick Henry is really what makes his team go, but um, that defense has to get pressure on the quarterback. They're just not they're not getting pressure consistently enough. Um, that's what you got to do against Lamar Jackson. You got to contain him in the pocket and, and use your edge defenders to um, keep him kind of contained. And they have Jadevian Clowney that really hasn't worked out. He hasn't done much for them. Um, but it, it's, I mean, they're, they're a decent team. We've seen them play so well in the past, but a lot of their wins were close wins. Um, I, I think the Ravens are going to beat them this weekend, but it's going to be a close game. Uh, the Titans just, I mean, they got to go as, as Derrick Henry does and then get some pressure on the quarterback. Okay. So another team that, well, not another team. So the Vikings, they've gotten off. They got off to a 1-5 start, and they've won mm-hmm. their last three. They got the Cowboys this weekend. Do you think that the Vikings are a playoff team right now? Not right now, no. Um, I mean, they, they're they not a bad team. Dalvin Cook is really carrying them. Kirk Cousins could, can be efficient when he's accurate. I mean, we've seen how accurately he can be. He can throw the ball in the past, but um, I just I don't have much faith in that young secondary um, just not overall a fan of, of what they're doing right now as a team, even though they are on a hot streak. 
Um, it, it, they can only sustain this for so long. Obviously, they get a favorable matchup with the Cowboys, but um, not not a big believer in the Vikings right now. Okay. Um, who would you give the edge? So it's a um, they're close, the Dolphins and the Bills. Who would you give the edge mm-hmm. right now in the AFC East? I would probably give it to the Bills um, just because I've seen more from Josh Allen than I have from Tua. Um, the Dolphins' defense is legit. Uh, they beat up on the Rams, so uh, we saw them how good they can be, especially when they're throwing all the blitzes at the quarterback. Uh, but I'd probably give the edge to the Bills. Okay. Um, give me your takeaways from last night's game between the Seahawks and Cardinals because I don't think we've seen the Seahawks play. They played pretty well on defense. I don't think we've seen this kind of defense mm-hmm. from them all year. What did you make of that game? Yeah, I, I think Carlos Dunlap made a big difference with them um, coming over in that trade. Uh, they finally have a decent pass rusher. Um, the secondary is still shaky. I, I'm not overly confident in them. Uh, but when you do have Russell Wilson on the other side, it, it makes things a lot easier for him. Um, he can mask a lot of their deficiencies on defense and just kind of pick apart the opposing defense like he did with those touchdown passes to DK and, and Tyler Lockett, both impressive throws. Um, so their offense can score points in a hurry, but still not sold on that defense. Uh, need to see more from, from the defense before I um, really go all in on the Seahawks because the offense is legit and they can pull them all the way to the Super Bowl, really. Yeah. When do the Seahawks play the Rams again? See, uh, that's week 16, second week to last 16. game. Okay, and then when do they play the Cardinals again? They haven't played them yet, so they play yeah. them week 17, and I think it's week 12. Okay. Okay. Um, do you think the Rams are the team to be in that division right now? That's it's such it's so tough. It's such a such a close race right now. Um, Seahawks are up by half a game. If the Rams win on Monday night, they take the lead with the tiebreaker. Um, I, I think the Rams are probably the most well-rounded team, just having that proven defense, um, an offense that is is playing well right now, especially with the way that Sean McVay is game-planning things. They had a hiccup against the Dolphins, but um, I'm a strong believer in their ground game. Their offensive line is playing well. Obviously, Andrew Worth's injury is a concern, but um, I think they might be the most well-rounded team in the division, yeah. Okay. So the Packers play the Colts this weekend. We've seen the Packers... My concern for them is, like, I've heard other people talk about it, too, is I don't think that they're tough enough, that when they get pushed around a little bit, they fold. We saw it twice last year when they played the 49ers. We saw when they played the Bucks earlier, and then kind of when they played the Vikings when they were able to run the ball on them. They played the Colts, who we know they like to run the ball and play defense. How do you think they match up with them? Yeah, it's a tough matchup for sure for Green Bay. Um, I was shocked when they got blown out by the Bucks. This is another tough matchup where the Colts, like you said, want to run the ball. Jonathan Taylor, I think, is going to have a, a solid game uh, just with his physical running style and and the issues that the Packers do have tackling. Um, so that makes it a tougher matchup for them, but um, I'm never going to doubt Aaron Rodgers, uh, even as good as that Colts secondary is playing and the, and the defense as a whole, really. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers is he, he's going to lift the whole ship and, and really just um, take this team above the Colts and, and, and kind of help them to a victory, even if the defense struggles to stop the, the ground game of the Colts. Okay. Who would you give the edge right now for a rookie of the year, Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert? Ooh, that's tough. Um, after seeing Herbert's haircut, I'd probably go Joe Burrow. But <laughs> um, on the field, it's it's close. I mean, Burrow's getting a, a lot more work. He's throwing the ball a lot more. But Herbert has looked so impressive, um, just the way that he's – um, orchestrating the offense, making throws on the run. I, I think he's been the more impressive quarterback. Um, so if he can continue that, I think I'd probably give him the edge. Okay. 
Well, uh, Cameron, I want to thank you for agreeing to talk with me, uh, taking some time out of your day to give me your input. I really liked it, and hopefully I can get you on again sometime in the future. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on, man. All right. Thank you.